Welcome to the 32nd episode in our podcast series about positive intelligence. Now, as you remember, in episode 31, positive intelligence coach Dr. Donnie Langefeld and I talked about the differences between emotional intelligence and positive intelligence, but more importantly, how they interact with one another and how they are connected. Now, as you know, the ultimate goal of positive intelligence is to regulate the imbalance between the left and right brain, or to put it simply, to turn down the volume of the voices, the saboteurs that come from the left brain and turn up the volume of voices, your sages and wiser self coming from the right brain. And as many of you know, this is quite an oversimplification of what's actually going on because the brain is far more complicated than simply left or right. Now, to be more accurate, and as the creator of positive intelligence, uh, Shirzad Shamin says, your saboteurs live in your survive region, the brainstem, the limbic system, and parts of the left brain, while your sage lives in the thrive region, the middle prefrontal cortex, the empathy circuitry, and parts of the right brain. But the left brain and right brain simplification works for basic understanding, so that's what we'll, we'll use. Now today, we're, I'm pleased to say we have a, an excellent guest from Tipperary, Ireland. And she puts positive intelligence to work in her coaching practice, focusing on women in leadership and higher education. Certified professional coach and certified positive intelligence coach, Kathleen Fanning. Kathleen has been a guest before, as you might remember. In episode 21, she and I discussed the sage power of activate. Activate. So welcome again, Kathleen, to Podcast PQ. Thank you, Charlie, and it's wonderful to be back here today. And I have to say something, if it's okay. I wish all of you could see Charlie's picture today, because as I'm speaking from Ireland, I see a lovely man in a green... Aaron jumper, Aaron sweater, which has me thinking about St. Patrick's Day already. Absolutely, absolutely, Kathleen. So remind us, uh, Kathleen, I gave you a, a short introduction a little bit, but remind us of who you are and, and, and what you do. Okay, um, thanks again, Charlie. And as you mentioned, I'm a certified positive intelligence coach and I've turned myself now an executive coach and trainer living in Tipperary in Ireland and working globally, the wonders of modern technology. Will I go into more detail there about my niche or do you want uh, to hold on? Why do we do that? Well, first of all, tell us a little bit about how you found, became aware of positive okay. intelligence and, okay. and, uh, and how you got involved in positive intelligence. Good, okay, well, like thousands, I don't know what the number is now, but like thousands of coaches around the world, I welcome Shirzad Shanine's amazing invitation to experience the six-week mental fitness program. That was back in 2020. And yeah, life has, has changed remarkably since. I happily continued on the coach training path and received my certification about two months ago now. Well, let me ask you, you this about that first experience with positive intelligence. And I'm sure you're, I'm, I'm pretty sure your, your experience might be the same as mine. But when you first heard about it, was there some skepticism about it? Like, oh, what is this? Is it work and all that sort of thing? You know, I, 
I don't think there was so much for me because my grounding is in the whole area of resilience and emotional well-being. So the language, and while I'm not an expert in neuroscience, I certainly am a an, an avid fan and reader. And it, it fit with what I know to be true. And even as you described it, the left right brain, uh, what, what do I say? Nearly the battle that goes on. Oh, it does, it does. And yeah, what did so it, it makes sense to me. What did it bring to you? Uh, what did positive intelligence bring to you? Not only with your, as another tool for you to use in your coaching, but to you uh, personally. To me personally, it sounds a bit dramatic, but I actually would say it's been pretty life-changing. Wow. It's so simple, yet it can profoundly change our relationship to the judge that I always talked about the inner critic. And I know my inner critic is, you know, on high volume so often. So I'm learning still, because, and I love hearing Shirzad say, he's still learning and having to, <laughs> to do the reps to kind of keep on track. But I recognize the lies of my judge and saboteurs much more quickly, and I can pull myself back more quickly. I also find that whole idea of finding the gift or opportunity in everything that fits with my basic kind of optimistic outlook. But, you know, many things that I've had to push to look to find what could be positive about it. Yeah. Isn't it amazing that uh, you mentioned the uh, the exercises, the PQ exercises and full forth. One of the differences between positive intelligence and emotional intelligence, as Dr. Langenfeld and I were talking about, is that positive intelligence is more of a system. It, uh, it's a set of, it, it's not only academic, there's a little, there's a set of skills that you learn and habits that you form. So you can trigger it into action. Is that what you found too? For sure, for sure. And, and you just triggered something in my mind, having been in training and teaching, you know, education for many, many years and coaching. I was often frustrated for myself, but also for my course participants when the change didn't always last. Yeah. You know, they thought this is the best thing ever, or I thought that too, when I did a course. And when I saw that slide about the 20% insight and 80% application, it made all the sense in the world. Yeah, once you learn the habits and so forth, they stick with yeah, you and it triggers. Exactly. You know, you made an interesting point too, and, and we had a discussion about this earlier, that, that just because somebody's certified in positive intelligence doesn't necessarily mean that they're a certified coach. It mean, isn't that true? Isn't it? They mean they, they are they are certified in the application and understanding of positive intelligence. Comment on that a little bit. Okay, I, I suppose I think and and we've both been very lucky with our our training in coaching. Do you know that has given us the the competencies, the listening, yeah. profound listening, the the questioning skills creating a safe space, you know, the whole presence. And I suppose we're connected with the International Coach Federation. So the competencies, the ethics yes. that we adhere to, that's the foundation. And that's why I, I feel so blessed at this stage of my career to have positive intelligence 
fit on yeah. that foundation. It can provide you, know, you a, 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 an extra set of tools, a very, very much a so. set of very powerful tools so. to complement so. and to enhance your coaching. Well, now yeah. let's let's get into your niche. Okay. Uh, what is your specific niche uh, to which you apply all your knowledge and coaching uh, skills? Okay. Well, Charlie, while I work with men and women in business and higher education, my niche has really grown to be focused on women in higher education. Women who are senior leaders, highly capable, have achieved a lot in their career, but often at a huge personal cost. They've achieved both academically and professionally. And yet, despite these accomplishments, they rarely separate their successes, sorry, celebrate their successes. Okay. Big difference there, but tend to focus on what isn't working well or where they're not shining. Communication with senior management can be challenging, often with their male, hate to say it, but often with their uh, male managers. And at meetings, they experience being passed over or not listened to. They have teams to manage, but aren't confident necessarily in their leadership or their leadership style. And the biggie, Charlie, is self-care tended to be forgotten or very neglected. So they're the challenges that my clients often wow. present with. Well, I can see that uh, I can see that some of the positive intelligence uh, skills and principles would really apply it to 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 a, a, a woman in power or senior leader who's not listened to. And uh, it, it 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 gives them an, a little added power to uh, to be themselves. And as you say, to get more out of uh, their careers and, 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 and their lives in that process. Well, what, uh, Kathleen, what motivated you to work with that niche in the first place? Well, I guess it was my first-hand experience. I taught, I was a lecturer as it's termed here in higher education. And while it was a wonderful job, it was highly stressful. And I didn't have the tools then, this is going back about 10, 15 years ago, I didn't have the tools to manage that stress. The academic year, you know, and people who are not in teaching can often think, well, you have the holidays, you have this, but there's huge pressure for in the semester. Do you know, and I, I found, and I know my colleagues found it difficult to relax and de-stress after operating on fight or flight for that yeah. length of time. And I also know colleagues and this motivated me, seeing former colleagues progress in their career, yet still struggling with yeah. some of the issues that I mentioned. Well, you, you obviously dealt with such uh, individuals in that niche before you uh, had the tools uh, provided to you by positive intelligence. And can you, can you contrast the difference in coaching and the, and the difference in results that you might have? a scene you know, before and after. And you can even yeah. give some examples without, of course, any names. Sure, 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 sure. Um, yeah, I would have always been pleased and grateful for the results that my clients achieved, but definitely the addition of positive intelligence has changed, changed the game altogether. I think there's a depth and there's something far more lasting. Do you know, the whole concept of the judge and saboteurs gives names to things I would have always spoken about with my clients. But yeah. when you, 
the idea of there being a hyperachiever driving my yeah. driving my day, my life, you know, and not naming it as that, seeing it as something that I just have to keep pushing, pushing, pushing. Yeah. But knowing that it's like you said, coming out of my survival brain and having a tool, and I'm speaking as the th in the third person, really, as my client, kind of too, you know, having the tools to be able to address that. I think that has brought a richness to my my coaching. Yeah, I can see, uh, Kathleen, that uh, that using positive intelligence in your coaching practice has been very rewarding for you, but not only yourself, but for your your clients. And you you gave me an example of uh, of a specific you know, some specifics of uh, the woman in the communications and, and mm -hmm. so forth of the rewards that positive intelligence has given to them. What are some of the others uh, that the rewards that you're seeing from applying positive intelligence, you know, not only to your clients, but to yourself as well? Oh, to me now, it's been, I'd have to say it's been, been huge. I now incorporate PQ in my morning routine. And I'm a late, I'm a late um, advocate of the importance of having routine. I think I, I'm, I've always been a go with the flow person. So the idea of routine kind of was yeah. something, oh no, I don't want too much routine. But now late in the day, I really know how important it is. And starting the day with PQ has made a big difference for me, particularly if I do a longer 12 minute one before I get up out of bed. Yeah, I can tell, I could go through my diary and tell you days that I did and days yeah. I didn't. Wow. And there's a marked difference. It's and a, I, love, I love that we carry it with us, that it's on our phone. It's on your phone and it's and it's in, and you can turn the <clears throat> you can turn the volume down of your left and turn the volume up on your right in just a few seconds with just a few uh, PQ uh, applications. But as you said before, you're able to do that if you've built up the muscles. Yeah. Develop the habits. Develop the habits. Yeah. Yes. And so can this, I add one other thing there? Sorry, absolutely, Charlie. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Something that's been really valuable for me, but also for my clients, is recognizing the, the sage side to the saboteur. You know, I think because our judges have been so strong and the saboteur is so strong that we, even before my clients knew about PQ, they knew it wasn't healthy for them to be pleasing all the time or to be avoiding or to be restless or always kind of going for the next thing. And then in the training, you start realizing, yeah, they, they're there at a cost, but then they start learning, well, actually the, the pleaser in me, also the sage side to that has given me my compassion, has given me my wanting the other to do well, mm -hmm. if that's a funny way of putting it. Do you know? So I think that's that's kind of a further stage in my mind of positive intelligence. That when we stop taking our hand, leaving our hand on the hot stove, yeah, we're actually then have the time and energy and space to look at the gifts in what I might have seen as being negative. You know, when you mention uh, looking for the gift and so forth, that's that was really kind of a hard concept, uh, at least for me at first, 
to understand. But after practicing positive intelligence a lot, it's it's uh, it seems to be a habit to say there's a gift here somewhere, and and it's a good way to think about things, isn't it? Is that what you found? Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. find your clients kind of being puzzled a little bit when you first talk about finding the gift in a negative circumstance? Yes, and I think, you know, I mentioned earlier on that I would have always had an optimistic disposition. So I think that comes a little bit more easily when you do, but if you're more the glass half empty disposition, yeah. then it's like, what are you talking about? There's a gift and opportunity and everything. And they'll come out with the extremes. Yeah, you know, which it is harder to see. God knows, and I won't go there now. But you know, just current life brings so many different things globally that you think, how can there be yeah. a gift or opportunity? But I think, in as we, you and I, and many others, invested in positive intelligence, I think it it does. We do start realizing, yes, it might be today. It might be years from now but something will come from the hardest moments of our life. Yeah. Some gift. That's for sure. And as Shirzad says that uh, there's a gift in all negative circumstances. Yeah. And you know, that might be kind of a hard uh, concept to realize, but, but you know, over time you realize that there's uh, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Um, well, it's obviously positive intelligence has obviously made you happy, not only in your, your uh, coaching abilities with your extra tools that you have and to benefit your clients. What are some of the other things uh, in life now that uh, you've found this and you're proceeding along in your career? Uh, what other things make you happy, Kathleen? I, saw that, I thought of that question earlier and I always come back to, I get a real buzz from seeing my clients grow in confidence. I think because I struggled, it took me a long time to kind of say, yes, I'm good at this, do you know? And yeah. when I, and I think that's part of the reason why I can help, particularly women, but not just women, I can help people find that in themselves. So seeing them grow in confidence and self-belief and starting to put self-care as a priority. I love that image. Do you know the picture of the, yeah. the cabin attendant with telling us, put on your, put your oxygen mask on first. Yeah. That goes against the grain for a lot of us caring people. <laughs> and yet realizing that if we don't do that, we're not able to give to others. Yeah. Well, so Kath I love that. Well, Kathleen, uh, given the experiences that you had in your journey, uh, as a coach from first hearing about positive intelligence and then pursuing it. Uh, uh, what advice might you give uh, a coach out there that uh, has not participated in the positive intelligence programs? Uh, what kind of advice would you give such coaches who might consider positive intelligence as another tool for them to use in their toolkit? I definitely say to go for it. You know, not, I have friends who yeah. have done the six week program, but for different reasons, haven't continued on in the coach training, but yet they would each say this is enhanced. Even that six week experience and that uh, the learning has enhanced their coaching. Okay. So it, 
it provides another tool, but it also can provide the grounding for coaching. And I would say, depending on how you coach, it may be giving the 20% insight, which is great, but adding positive intelligence gives a much better chance that the changes and the progress that's made become lasting. Yeah, uh, that's so important. And you mentioned that a couple of times <clears throat> that your retention is high and yeah. uh, you don't lose 80% of what you learn. You can, even these simple little PQ exercises can, can bring it back and yeah. that sort of thing. Well, Kathleen, I want to, I want to thank you so much for joining me again. Um, this has been a lot of fun as was our conversation on activate back in episode number 21 and learning just about how positive intelligence coaching can be applied. Uh, now let's get into you, you, uh, offer the six week programs as part of your coaching practice, or you do that separately and tell us a little bit about how you integrate positive intelligence into your practice and how someone can get in contact with you. Okay. Let's... Interesting that you should ask it just today, Charlie, yeah. because on the 8th of March, I have a new pod, a new course, a new booster program beginning and, there are still some a few places open on that. I I run my pods two or three times a year, and we use that term pod groups, I should say, because people mightn't be familiar with the term pod. But I also incorporate uh, positive intelligence in my one-to-one coaching. So anyone, all my six-month and twelve-month clients, are using positive intelligence too. Yes. And I find that has been a great boon to it. Tell us a little bit more about a pod. You know, one of the things that, that, I've, that I've found with having a pod is you, you start out with some of the people being a little bit skeptical of what's going to happen. But then toward the end, after the six-week programs, you find that everybody has just become very, almost bonded with one another. Is very that the example so. that you Very seen? much so, Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes people wonder why have that group element? Why have the pod? I'm, you know, I'm happy to do this, but that's another hour of my life that ah. I have to plan for. And I explain the accountability, which is really helpful. <laughs> you know, that I think for particularly anyone that has like me, the avoider in them, when I know I'm going to be meeting with someone on a Tuesday with a group of people I'm more likely to have my my work done. Yeah. Have listened to the video. But also they realize then over time the 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 benefit of having the support of four or five people who are doing the same program with them, who are you know, coming to grips with this idea of having a judge in their head and their own particular saboteurs. And it helps, it helps keep them motivated and it helps keep them on track. I also add coaching to it as well. I have a 30-minute session early on, individually, a one-to-one session, so that people have time, you know, have me to help them clarify what they want from it. Because we know as coaches and we know as PQ coaches that the clearer you are on the outcome that you want, the better chance you have of attaining it. Yeah, and holding on to it after and you're holding on to it and then 30 minutes towards the end just to see how are they going to use this going forward yeah so suppose I think some, that works well suppose someone wants to uh in 
engage with you and participate in this pod. How do they get in touch with you, Kathleen? Well, my, comp- my company is Invest in Yourself. So simply put, you know, if they put that into Google, I think I come up fairly quickly now, which I'm kind of pleased to see. Invest but in yourself. Invest in yourself. But I have invest-in-yourself.ie as I'm in Ireland. Okay. okay. Invest-in-yourself.ie. And I'm on Twitter and LinkedIn <clears throat> and I have a, a business I've invest in yourself Facebook page as well. And I know so I know you're busy on LinkedIn because it's easy to find your profile. All they have to have to uh, Google is uh, Kathleen almost. Okay. You show right <laughs> My gosh. Well, I can't I can't leave you without explain, explaining or just mentioning a little bit how people can contact me if they want. Of course, you can yes. you can always tune in to uh, podcast PQ dot com that's podcastpq.com or you can if you're interested in critical skills you can go to criticalskillsblog.com where we talk about the skills you need to succeed because that complements my coaching practice which is careers and that my coaching website is just charliejetcoaching.com and that's charlie c-h-a-r-l-i-e j-e-t-t dot com charliejetcoaching.com Well, Kathleen, thanks again for joining us. And I want to thank all of you who are listening for to uh, this uh, segment on on another niche in positive intelligence coaching. And we'll see you soon in our next podcast PQ episode when we'll discuss the practical application of positive intelligence in some different area of interest. Thanks, Charlie. And thank you to all the listeners as well. And happy St. Patrick's Day to you. (laughs) Thank you. Bye, Kathleen. Bye-bye.